Proverbs 17, 27 says, He that hath knowledge spareth his words, and a man of understanding is of an excellent spirit. The Bible never tells us that we should never speak, but our proverb does say that the smart fellow will choose his words wisely and not say too much. This is a lesson that a lot of young preachers uh, have to learn the hard way, which I did, and some just never seem to learn. I've seen men claim to be called of God to become a preacher, and they believed that that call to preach meant that they were immediately ordained and qualified to speak on every issue with authority. But the call of God to preach is a call to prepare. And one of the first things a wise man will understand, whether he's called to preach or not, is to not speak on a matter unless he knows what he's talking about. We will see in Proverbs 18:13, He that answereth a matter before he heareth it, it is folly and shame unto him. So just by following that proverb, we will spare our words greatly by not speaking on matters that we know nothing about. Referring to those men who claim to be God-called preachers and immediately thought that they were the sage on the stage and qualified to pontificate on any matter being discussed, most of them end up quitting the ministry. And a lot of Christians have ruined their testimony by learning just enough to be dangerous and then spouting off and making themselves look ridiculous. You do that and no one will take you seriously when you do speak the truth. Over the years, I've seen people watch YouTube videos and begin preaching about the flat earth. Then they wonder why no one takes them seriously when they talk about the Bible. Others preach to everyone about Y2K, Jade Helm 15, uh, the Mandela Effect, blood moons, rapture date setting, the reptilian conspiracies, and on and on it goes, you name it. There are a thousand absurd conspiracies for every true conspiracy theory, and people have not really tested those theories or researched the other side to test those theories, and instead of sparing their words, they go off and destroy their credibility. If that describes you, just admit to folks that you got fooled and just commit to doing better. Be willing to hear the other side and look at all the evidence refuting such wild fads. My practice is that if I believe, start to believe something, I immediately see what the other guy has to say to refute it. And if it can't be refuted, then you got a case. Once in a while, those, one of those or a few of those wild conspiracies turn out to be true. But we should only identify ourselves in agreement with such things after we've done our due diligence and also realizing that there are consequences to openly identifying with any position on anything. I try to spare my words and my wife will tell me, Greg, stick to the Bible. <laughs> and I do for the most part. Uh, in our current events updates, I'll tackle issues that Christians need to be aware of. And the whole point is to share what I've spent hours, and sometimes actually over days, weeks, months, and even years researching, sharing that information so that Bible believers can be informed. Only then can we act and speak with the assurance that we know what's going on. We spare our words by, just by doing that. We're all human, and we all have to fight the urge to speak about everything that comes up before understanding all sides. 
We also need to think about the situation that we're in, the people we're speaking to, and whether the time and circumstance is appropriate. You know, I've heard people try to start political fights at funerals and things like that. It's just ridiculous. He that hath knowledge spareth his words. Uh, the smart Christian will take these things into consideration as James 1.19 says, Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. Slow to speak, sparing our words. And as I was once told, the less that we say, then the less that we will ever regret saying or have to apologize for. Amen.